0: hello hello hello! welcome to comfort food comics the podcast as always this is your host dave shevlin with me as always my bff dan mofese uh if you've never listened to the podcast before uh the premise of it is that i am a person who has read too many comics dan is a newcomer to the medium basically and together we give two very disparate different opinions on uh The comic stories we feature each episode. Uh, Each of us gives a score out of 50, and then at the end, uh, the cumulative score out of 100 gets ranked on the big board, which is always sticky. Always sticky at comfortfoodcomics.com, which you should be going to anyways. Uh, Daily. That's right. That's right. And and guess what? It's episode 50, baby. Woo! Absolutely. (laughs) We are celebrating our 50th episode. I can't believe we made it. I can't
1: you know? either. The golden episode here, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What'd you a get golden
0: me? golden anniversary. What'd you get, get me? You.
1: Golden uh, spoon?
2: A golden
0: spoon, yeah. <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful golden spoon. <laughs> uh, yes, it is very exciting. I believe you told me that... Um, Last week's episode was our almost year anniversary since we That's started.
1: That's correct. Well, we it's kind of goofy. We we actually ha- can split hairs here. The right, first, I
0: don't even know how we, that would work. <laughs>
1: well, our first episode dropped on February 29th. Okay. Leap year. Okay. So we, really we won't right. have a, a true anniversary for four years. So you, uh, strap in, folks, because... Uh, <laughs> This
0: is <laughs> like Superman's order. birthday, just yeah. like Superman's birthday. I'm I'm pretty blown away.
1: <laughs> so that happened. We dropped. It was the 29th and um, then COVID. So we missed a couple episodes there right. at the beginning of COVID while we were like sorting
0: three weeks or whatever. Yeah.
1: And so it was actually kind of nice that I thought it was fitting. I love the symmetry of our first year being 50 episodes, you know, a nice even round you know, right.
0: Number. I like to think of it like that as well. It's it's very exciting. I you know, it's just a silly idea I brought to you. We <laughs> hit, we, You know,
1: I, still I never forget you asking me to do this. Do you remember?
0: I'm I'm sure I do. Go ahead.
1: So you the first time you threw it out to me was I was in the hospital with awaiting the birth of my son. And you Ah, that was when I had a like,
0: very rough idea for it. Yeah, like, it right. was it's when the more initial, friends might have been involved. Yeah, it was like in.
1: the initial pass at it of like, w- I want to do this. Who's into it? You want to do it, right? And it was like, yeah, okay, man. But like, can we talk was, about this Like, <laughs> Right, right. And, and it was
0: funny because like, it was the first time uh, I was serious about doing something. I know for years we thought about like doing a site or doing something like that. But this is the first time it was like, I need to do a podcast. We need to get this off the ground. And I remember it was us and some other friends and I floated an idea of doing like one comic, one video game, one TV show, each episode or something like that. It was like, oh hey, yeah, yeah. That was the first format. Right? Yeah. It's like, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. Um, but we, we came together. I remember going over to your house. Yeah.
1: Then you came over like the su- Saturday after the kid was born, like our first week. <laughs> in home.
0: Well, no, we talked a little bit about that, but I remember it was in October horn that I came over and I was like I yeah, only yeah, doing right. this I'm only doing this with you. I remember I was playing the evil within in the morning. <laughs> some, <laughs> some donut ciders and I said, I'm gonna come over, we're gonna figure this shit out and we're going to you know we're going to do a podcast where we talk about comics and rank them. It's gonna be you and me. And that really worked out well
1: i'm loving it this has been a a bright spot for me um this last year in particular something that's always been uh of an interest to me this this format and this medium and you bringing it and coming up and getting to do this with my pal and something that's fun um especially with the the uncertain i mean it'd be fun no matter what but with everything going on right now like yeah um
0: has really been our lifeline throughout the uh, yeah
1: i get to talk to you for uh, a couple couple hours every week it's nice you know we're not seeing each other so Uh,
0: right i've seen you what like maybe three times since all this started yeah and i think two of those was
1: like i dropped off food at your house because your car died (laughs) and you needed to get delivery
0: (laughs) yes okay so it's (laughs) a bit more than three or four times but yes you did do that That was a few times
1: holiday special ginger ale that i had to buy at at like the costco bjs indeed Uh,
0: right my friends who are out in the world need to take care of me who cannot do so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you know this has been nice it's it's better it's it's more substance than the just uh leave a a bag of tacos on your front porch and run away so you can come (laughs) out and get them uh exchanges
0: (laughs) it is and it's it's been a lot of fun linking up each week to do this that's for sure a great time with you pal love you it's a real good real good real fun thing and it's been fun because it's allowed me to revisit so many things i had opinions on and like get a fresh perspective from you on on shit that maybe you know i'm a little too biased on for sure
1: (laughs) come back to it i mean you know this the whole premise of uh The shtick is the comics that make you feel something. That's right. That's right. Are they really worthy of those feels, you know? Right. Right.
0: It's good shit. When they
1: hit you right in the old, uh, you know, heart, the old, uh, there's an expression, but I don't know. In the old heart. In the the old chest pumper.
0: (laughs) One of the things that is crazy to me is, I think it would have been, geez, like our fourth episode when we did the Avengers. I think we recorded, I think it was only the second time we recorded.
1: Yeah, like the first four we did in person. Then after that, everything's been remote. Right, right. The first
0: two we recorded at your house. And then the next two we recorded at my house. And those next two we recorded the weekend before I kind of went into quarantine, before I shut down. It was the (laughs) Friday before everything shut down. Yes. Because we
1: were supposed to, if you recall, we were supposed to record. We were supposed to then. I had gotten a babysitter lined up. We, we, we were, were going to go, go out bombed at a St. Patrick's Day party. We were yes, going to the a Friday comp.
0: before yeah. St. Patrick's Day.
1: We were going to a comped all-you-could drink, you know, all you can eat corned <laughs> beef sandwiches party <laughs> at a local, right, you know, at a right. local bar that I had gotten us up with. So we were doing that. And then COVID got whack. Like that started to like be talked about that week. And we were like, maybe we shouldn't go out like right it it. it
0: was it was the same weekend that my wife uh went to go visit her friend had a whole trip planned and that was at the still the point where we're like is this a real thing like Mm -hmm. i don't know like Like, no one was on the plane at that
1: point right like when things started to like
0: right like she went and she was on a plane with like two people and like no one was around so like i and i also didn't realize the severity of it it probably should have Tried everything in my power to stop her from going, but I'm glad that she got it all out of out. the way. Yes, yeah, indeed. But you're right; it was supposed to be a a boys' weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: and then that we felt that fell through, and then it was like you're watching the news, yeah. and then like my wife's, a, you know, a teacher, and it was like, okay, you're you're not going back to school Monday. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, It's we're all shut down. Like everything's done, and you're thinking like, ah, oh, it's a couple weeks, and then. Here we are a year later, but she's back in person. So I guess things are starting to change.
0: They are, but also they aren't, you know, I mean, for me, that that weekend is the last time I've like. Without any other thoughts, hung out with someone, you know what I mean? Like so crazy, crazy.
1: So reading comics with you this year has been delightful, my friend. Absolutely, agree. You always personally. bring me back. You always save me from terrible situations for, for the last. <laughs> uh, what are we going on now? Like nine years, eight years. You saved me from the cusp, man. I, I love when we first started game. hanging out. I was in a bad place Ugh. when you your friends accepted me into the friend group. Um, <laughs> all over handicaps, hot fries. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Delicious handicaps, hot fries, folks.
0: Indeed, it's uh, pretty much how we bonded. He uh we went to the gas station because we were drinking and we got some handicaps hot fries and Dan was eating them. I think he was a little high, a little drunk, maybe. (laughs) Who knows at the time. It was a good almost decade ago. We were all pretty turnt crunk. (laughs) And uh, you know, he said, Who is this (laughs) handicap? Uh, and it was just, it was just so funny, and it really endeared us to him. And he's been a great friend since. I haven't left since.
1: And right. uh, you, but you know, I was in a bad spot coming off of my friend passing away, and yes, just kind of like yes. drinking a lot, stinking a lot, and not really seeing much hope and light. And you know, you're, the friend, this friend group was a big help for me to get through that. And here we are a decade later with this crazy shit going on and Love becoming a dad it. with all of this happening in the world. And this that's has been true. another highlight for me. So
0: that's true. This is really, even if nobody's going. listening,
1: I'm still happy to do that. Oh
0: yeah. You. It is our book club that people listen to. <laughs> and I appreciate each and every one of you listening to us ramble on each week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause we are no experts and I am not coming in here with a thesis or a treat, uh, you know, a whole,
0: uh, that's Experience. correct. Uh, yeah. My expertise is just that I've read a lot. I'm not so smart beyond that. Yeah. So You know, you get it. I read
1: this story and I watch TV a lot and that's about <laughs> it. <you know?
0: laughs> right, 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 right. But yes, it's exciting. It's exciting that we got to this. You know, we it was something that I really wasn't sure that I should do. I wasn't sure anyone would actually listen to us. You know, our numbers have really continued to climb as we've gone so like that's been a lot of fun uh so we really appreciate everybody listening to yeah. it it's been a lot of fun and
1: i know it's kind of weird to say because i just said we wouldn't do this without you or we would still do this without you but, <laughs> but we love it you know you coming along for the ride <laughs>
0: very much so very much so uh but it's good shit and on our 50th we really wanted to take some time and and You know talk over what we've talked about look at our list maybe talk about some of the things we don't agree with on how they were ranked or things we would have done differently or maybe like later thoughts on something um but i thought it would be a lot of fun to to talk about stuff like that and uh our 50th episode when i think of a comic when i think of a comic titled number 50 what what else could pop into my head but the web slinger himself the amazing spider-man it's the original series of the amazing spider-man 50 spider-man no more danny uh when i think of 50 this is the one this is the one that pops into my head um maybe there's others that are better but i you know <laughs> this is what pops up
1: this is what makes you makes you feel it in that old chest cavity right? that's
0: right that's right where i'm like oh yeah 50 comics they get to 50 this is it this is the one so yeah so we're going to be discussing that one eventually here as well.
1: But we need to talk about our list, a retrospective here.
0: That's right. That's right. A year's gone by 50 episodes, a ton of things that have been ranked. Uh you know, let's let's hit it. Let's look at the list and and you and and me for the go.
1: listener, it's always sticky at the top of Comfort Comics. That's, right. That's right.
0: If you want to uh, look at it along with us, uh, of course, go to ComfortFoodComics.com. And it is the first thing right to the left with Superman chowing down on some hamburgers, demanding more CFC episodes. <laughs> but our list, you know, during our 4th of July episode, we got our number one that has not been dethroned since uh the 4th of july uh which is the demon volume 3 26 through 29 dwayne mcduffie's uh when etrigan runs for president probably the best satire i've ever read in my entire oh it's life. still good in i see that and it's comics. it's
1: amazing that like you showing me that book i i think about things and panels from that book more often than i'd probably like to admit <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love to hear that. Love to hear that.
1: It's great. And it doesn't exist. You can't buy it. Like, that's the part that bugs me. It's like, I was able to read your copies and that's it. Like, why isn't that kind of shit collected someplace?
0: Right. Like, there should at least be some type of, like, you know, 90s demon collection that that appears in, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's not even, like, I believe the beginning of that series where Alan Grant is the writer is... Either that or the miniseries that precedes it is collected in a trade paperback. But beyond that, I don't know if any of that series is collected. And it sucks. It sucks because, you know, we're some of the very few people that have read it. Like, don't come at us with pitchforks if you've read it. I get it. There's a lot of people that enjoy the demon. But more often than not, like, that is a very underrated gem. And it's our number one. And it's been our number
1: one since, you know. It's a banger, it's definitely a highlight for me.
0: it is, and I agree with you that, like you know the more I ruminate on it, the more I think on it. It's like it, honestly like the best parody, like not parody but like satire that I've like ever read. It's just so funny, it's so great, it's for like I've always thought McDuffie was great, but there are times where I sit here, and I think he might be a top ten writer for me in comics, just based on some of the good ass shit he did through the years.
1: Yeah, it's. I got no qualms with our really our top.
0: Yeah, let's look at yeah. our top ten. We've got the demon at one. Our number two is claws volume one. Which, how do you feel about that one still being there? I
1: I'm mean, it's a good, bit. We just that. did that at Christmas, so it may be a recency bias. But fresh, you know, I I think it's. I don't. I don't really have any arguments with it. I think that you know these really are some top tier comics. You know, like you could really like one through. 11. Here's
0: here's the problem i have with their yeah. top 10 is daredevil born again <laughs> which i feel like i gave too high of a rating i believe you gave it a 47 yes you would have given it a 47 and i would have given it a 50
2: yeah
0: um, it's at our number four spot so it, it goes to the demon clause volume one and then black lightning five which we just ranked which i feel really good about being up in our number three spot um but Born Again, I gave a 50, and I feel like I gave it a 50 because it was during quarantine. I read it. Then I picked out the IDW Artist Edition of, like, the original art by Meza Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I looked through that for, like, two hours before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so in my head, I was, like, so absorbed in the work, and I was so absorbed in, like, Maza Kelly's original art and everything that I feel like I really inflated how much i love that and i feel like the actual story that miller gives us there doesn't warrant a 50 but i do feel like the argument for a 50 based on Maisie kelly's art alone is there but i wish i wish that one could just be a little bit lower i don't know how you feel about it
1: well because i just know what i scored it so like um even if you were to say you match my score, we both right. give it forty sevens. Right. I mean, you're still talking; it's still very high. Ninety four. You're still in a little, in the, little yeah. bit
0: further. You know,
1: where I get a little bit bummed is the next one here. Um, my first favorite knife? book, yeah, is we you should have
0: ranked it higher. <laughs> pr-
1: protector, you know, first knife, right? Um,
0: protector uh, changed its title to first knife. We ranked that one. Uh, like
1: that's like that's probably the most like the my favorite thing I've read. This last year, Um it's, you know, I went out and bought the trade. Right. when That dropped. Right. I've read it probably two times. I've I can't tell you how many times I was like trying to explain to my wife, like how fucking cool <laughs> the maps are in the back. I was like, right. look at this fucking right. bird. Look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. And I mean, you know, I wrote about it for the site a whole bunch, you know, and
1: I've, yeah, I feel like that one should have been like, in my mind, could probably be slotted up a couple more.
0: I feel like because we did that one as part of an episode with Martian Manhunter and Darkhawk, that perhaps your thought process brought it down a little bit on that one. Maybe I should have just featured first night I well, we were feeling out our the longest format. Episode. yeah
1: <laughs> we were feeling out the format at that point, you know I think since mm-hmm. since uh you know one trailing is kind of scaling back and trying not to bite off like three longer arcs or three full like
0: self contained right. stories right
1: has been much more valuable. It is. Um, and it makes it a little, you don't get that kind of scoring, those scoring issues, but that's one that sticks out to me in our top 10 where I'm like, ah, I kind of wish this, I, I feel in my gut. I do. I,
0: I agree with you there. I wish that it could have at least been a 97 because I probably would have kept it at number two. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do feel like I like first knife better than claws volume one. I like it better than black lightning five. I like it better than daredevil born again. Uh, If you'd only
1: given it one more point, (laughs) man, it's set in stone. It is what it is.
0: It is what it is. You're right. But I'm glad that it's in our top five. And that Mm -hmm. is one that I wish went above born again. And and that's sort of my qualm with that. I gave born again a 50 and I wish I didn't because I wish it could have been pushed down a bit further. But you know, you know how it is. Um, yeah,
1: so five and six are tiered the same with Protector and then Harleen.
0: Harleen, right, which I still think of all the time as like, you know, it's obviously the best Harley Quinn comic. So I still feel good that that's up so high.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Swamp Volume 2, Annual 2. The
0: annual Swamp Thing <laughs> Annual 2. You know, that's got Travels be Through Hell, right? That's the one where he travels. Yep, yeah yep. Oh. yep. Oh. gotta mm. be up there it's gotta be in the top i'm so glad it's in the top 10 i feel like it's it someday will get nudged out but i'm glad it's in there now
1: maybe it'll always give it that honorable mention you know wherever it <laughs> right, is right. It just we stays. have
0: to we have to mention this even though it's out of the top 10 now That's yeah even thinking, though it's we'll a 95
1: it. like it just stays at 10 it will never go below 10 <laughs> right
0: right <laughs> uh, it's good shit um after that uh, surprise appearance in the top ten for me. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to get up there. Um, but I'm happy with it. Is the Spider-Man's tangled web twenty one the Christmas
1: issue? That's a fantastic I, issue, though.
0: right? Darwin Cook, j Bone, uh, Pete on Christmas. I loved it. I did not know if you were going to love it as much as I did. Uh, but it's it's very exciting to me that it's in our top ten. I always forget it's there now. <laughs>
1: hey you know me i love christmas christmas that's is true. always gonna get a little know,
0: it will <laughs> always get the bump. you know that's like interesting Tangled yeah up.
1: two yeah. christmas stories in the top 10
0: <laughs> right right they will not happen on this podcast yeah that's for sure <laughs> we love christmas we love it
1: <laughs> i'm already watching home alone baby that's all right.
0: right all year <laughs> No, I can't do that. I could never do that. Um,
1: <laughs> I have watched Jingle All the Way in July once or twice because, like, fucking stars or whatever will play Christmas it in the in July. Yeah, they'll whatever. play it in the middle of the summer, and it's
0: insanity! Like... Insanity! Okay. I can't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also in our top ten, we have uh, at number nine another one. I'm really glad is up here is 2020's Ant Man one through five by Seb Wells, the Goat. Uh one of our favorites. I still.
1: I'm not gonna argue with you about it you know I think it's great
0: right I sit here and I think about how like maybe that was my favorite Marvel comic of 2020 like I i loved it so fucking much and more people like even my close comic friends haven't read it haven't checked it out so everyone needs to go read that series just go pick up the trade it's really really great it gets a 95 it's in our top 10 like read this shit and then rounding out our top 10 uh, is Sandman Seasons of Mist, Danny, which is a very good top 10.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of lists, something like that would be first. And I'm glad that we are a little more pragmatic with things where there's Well,
0: like... and I agree. And I've actually seen a lot of people nowadays that don't seem too big on gaming and don't seem too big on really? Sandman. Yeah, which is surprising. And I think it's it's more people that are extremely versed in like literature and and books and stuff, so I could see you know kind of getting tired of Gaiman's deal sometimes with like how he writes. Yeah, he's got his stick, you know. He does have his stick, and like, look, I can make fun of Gaiman all day long, but I still love the dude. I yeah. still love the dude's work. I still love Sandman to hell and back. <laughs> <laughs> you know i've got the key to hell tattooed on my right arm i love sandman i love that story it's my favorite sandman story um and i believe when we ranked that it was part of our me doing all 50s for the selections which was uh (laughs) i believe it was uh the final chapter for spider-man uh born again for daredevil and seasons of mist that i gave a 50 to all of them um
1: well, I I guess I just didn't fucking uh You weren't
0: feeling it seasons of this day.
1: The you know It was early too to in. Yeah, I wasn't there to rein you in, I guess. I didn't I wasn't thinking straight.
0: No, I think that was maybe like our fifth or sixth episode. So like, yeah. At that point I don't know if we had our rating score perfectly Ironed down. Out, yeah, yeah. But I feel good with where it's at there. Like, yeah. A lovely one to be in the top ten.
1: So from there, rather than go through each one, like, is there anything between now and like, I don't know, 50? So between 10 and 50 that feels like out of place for you?
0: Me and you, let's pick out ones that like maybe we want to comment on either that like we really loved or ones that we don't love being that high or that we think should be higher. Mm -hmm. Um, One that I do feel proud of us for doing is the evergreen episode we did for year one for Batman. Mm hmm um i'm glad that that got a 91 like i still rank that one super high but i'm glad that's not like you know our number two like born or our number three four like born again is you know yeah um that's just one i wanted to talk about um what else what else we got Uh, One that I find fun is number 34, the Acts of Vengeance Fantastic Four story that we gave a 0.5 to, (laughs) uh, which I took point... It's our only decimal ranking, uh, and readers will remember I took 0.5 off because of the ghastly reed richards as his dinosaur
1: and, <laughs> you know, we had a lot of fun with that though
0: we did we did and you loved that story which i was very surprised by there's some that you really surprised me that you're into
1: that was a fun one that was the court case like it was such it a was, wild juxtaposition we're building this huge event with all of these villains fighting other people and then what's your your final you know Wrap up of it. It's Reed Richards <laughs> arguing a court case at the Supreme Court, like
0: right, right. for
1: three issues. And it still worked and it was fun. So
0: it's good shit. I'll it's stand by shit. that. I'll I think defend it. The only one that really stands out to me, and I mean look, I just said it. I gave it a fifty, is Amazing Spider Man thirty one through thirty three, if this be my destiny, the final chapter, which got an eighty three and is tied with Old Head and Alien versus Predator one through four, which I feel is too low for the Marvel comic man <laughs> i'm still upset with you for that one i'm still upset
1: no that's right where it should be but i it's funny you bring that up because 42 old head was one that i kind of you in want hindsight to
0: be higher.
1: <laughs> i wanted to be lower i kind of feel like i was a bit bullish on that score
0: oh um, really really
1: yeah you loved that one. i really enjoyed it and it was a lot of fun it was But like it in was. the grand I liked it scheme too, of man. things, I was like, "Ugh," because I think I gave that like mid forties. Like you gave that one a high. Yeah, you
0: really like, loved that one. But that's okay. Some comics are good because you know they're funny like that.
1: Yeah, but that's it's the, high. Like, it's high. One I was like, this feels like I I definitely juiced this one a little more than I should have.
0: Yeah, and like I'm looking at it and I'm seeing like you know jujutsu kaisen emerald twilight Omak, yeah. icon on like those amazing uh those hulk be stories. Little, yeah the hulk stories are right below it yeah. you know there's there are things that should be higher than old head that's for sure <laughs> but we loved old head and and we do think people should read it it's just a little too high because of dan on that one <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and i guess uh the Marvel story is a little too low because of it me. Is, it
0: is because of you too. Are there Fuck any man. others? Man, lifted uh, a
1: machine. Big <laughs> deal.
0: <laughs> Are there any others throughout here that you feel like you feel good about their ranking, or you feel that should be higher, or anything?
1: Um, I would love to come back to Icon. Mm. Coming back to it, that's one that we did early on. I got think, an eighty. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. That I think maybe that got lower than it should
1: yeah i feel like that was one where i'm like i think that there's this this should pop up a few other places because that was a lot going on there that i don't think i really appreciated not reading as many comics as i did at that point you know like that was probably episode yeah i think first 10 or like, 15
0: i think it was even like maybe like our sixth or seventh episode. yeah so yeah like yeah that was that was a very early one on and that, and i agree with you where i think we were it was one of like four choices at that time. Mm -hmm. so We were really trying out how to rank and everything else.
1: Yeah. And of the 50, that's one where I think it was a little,
0: yeah, that was our seventh episode. So yeah, I don't think we were, we were quite, even I feel like I should have ranked that one higher too. You're right about that one. That's our, what our 50th rank. Yeah.
1: That's 50 right now. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, below that, it's at the 79 mark, which I will fight for the rest oh, of my you life. you fucking on. Parker my years. Spider-Man the Parker years, my favorite single comic of all time, is, is still at 52. Which I gave a 50. It's at 79. Uh, somehow I've been able to keep it at the top of the 79 list now that there's tons of 79s. Uh, and I find it so hilarious that that, as well as Marvel 2 and 186 with Thing and the Sandman drinking in a bar, are one <laughs> and two. <laughs> because, goddamn, that's correct. <laughs> My two like favorite comfort food comics right there are a 79. A good score. A good score.
1: I feel like you've you used some vetoes to keep it at I have. At the top I I of that feel list. like
0: there's been a, there's been at least two confirmed vetoes and maybe a third rumored. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the jury's out. We won't speculate. The Jury's
0: out. Yeah, we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. If there's one thing I feel um annoyed at for what readers have listened to or what readers haven't, it's um our Ball is Life episode, episode 15, where we did have Old Head, as well as Michael Jordan, Bull on Parade, Godzilla vs. Barkley, and Slam Dunk Volume 1. We still, it's our lowest ranked episode of all time. Like, I I see some of the new ones we do, and it's like, oh, you know, maybe these will beat it. But no, it's still our, our least favorite fucking episode. So people don't like basketball comics, I guess, yeah. man. Bums me the fuck out.
1: (laughs) It was all, uh, we were so hyped on blah, blah, these titties. And then, you know, it just, (laughs) it didn't resonate.
0: Yeah, it didn't. But it's got the Michael Jordan one that's so good. It's got Godzilla vs. Barkley, so funny. It's like, oh, man. How about uh, anything else you see on the list that that pops out at you that maybe should be lower or, or higher?
1: Hmm. Well within this section of it, when we're in the seventies here, there's a lot that I feel like are good still, you know that I
0: feel like once you get to like the the ranking number of like the seventy nine which starts at like fifty two and you go down, then mm-hmm. it really is like how we always say it's a it's a scientific method. I do feel like that wins out here, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, there's nothing here that like screams like, "Oh, I wish this was higher or like this is better than other things, you know right. um. There's some stuff in here that I, I don't think you'd expect, but I think they they deserve to be here. Like you know, Betty and Veronica's there to be bear. Like I love that we have that at sixty seven, right? Um, that Cheryl, little short story, Cherry
0: Blossom's first appearance. Yeah, that's great that that's there.
1: Old City Blues. That's that's in a sweet spot, I think. Like right there at seventy eight. Right. Score of seventy eight, ranked sixty two. Right. Um, you know, just a lot of good stuff throughout here. Aliens right. Dead like Orbit. Aliens Dead Orbit at yeah.
0: seventy five. That's pretty much like the perfect ranking for that one. You know, you have some Eric Masterson Thor at seventy five, followed by Quasar <laughs> at eighty. Ooh, buddy, love that, love that. You know, um, yeah, it's good shit here. I feel like you know maybe we ranked Michael Jordan Ball on Parade too low. I don't know. Seventy two is the score it got. It's at eighty five. I don't know if I feel like in some ways it could be better than some of the stuff that's ranked right above it. I feel like if I could leapfrog it from 85 to 79, I'd feel happier.
1: So that would slot. You'd put it above Quays. I'd put it above. Quaze. You put it above
0: Quays. I'd put it above my boy Wendell. I would. Wendell I talking would. to the
1: tree in the closet. Come on now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would. And I feel like. It's, it's a better comic than all that stuff in between besides Uzumaki, which the spiral, the spiral was, our, I feel like 74 was a good ranking for the spiral. too.
1: With how much that comic Uzumaki, you know, the spiral. You. Yeah, as much as I've thought about it, the energy <laughs> I've given that like since reading it, it should be significantly higher.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I feel like once you get to, like I said, the 79, 78, 75 ranking it's it's so tight like those comics only like in that like 50 to like 90 ranking on our list it's they're so you know it's a hair's trigger like what they are better or worse than yeah you know so i do feel like we've really won out here with the scientific method as far as this one goes um
1: there's one that i think uh, that really between now and a hundred that really sticks out for me as like problematic mm. with the ranking. Um, And that's our number 87. Currently the original man of steel. I see what do you, I feel what like do you we, th- we overshot that one.
0: I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you there. I feel like we gave burn too much credit in that one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we really should have, we really should have tore the dude apart more. Yeah. Um,
1: we got so amped about Lois curling in, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for old dandy to so get hard, ready.
0: Man, it's so hard because there's days where like I forget that John Byrne is like a huge piece of shit and does like the dumbest like most regressive shit in his comics and i'll just be vibing with the artwork you know like just having a good time vibing with the shit you know enjoying the look of his superman you know enjoying lois and i'll be like damn like this is enjoyable but like when i sit down and revisit parts of man of steel i'm with you there that it's like like fuck this fucking asshole of course yeah. did this dumb ass shit here you know you're right no that's really really good point by you there i i do wish we could rank down on lark because man of steel is honestly like do i like man of steel better than i like the death of superman so like i wish i could throw that shit down to like 50 instead of yeah.
1: 72 we gave it definitely definitely
0: yeah that's a really good one there like i'm looking at number 91 on the list the girl in superman's past lori lamar yeah well, <laughs> and i like that better than man of steel how did that not get higher you know mm-hmm. um and i you're right i do hate seeing man of steel above outback x-men christmas uh jim lee's mutant genesis like
1: <laughs> some real uh you know bangers there <laughs>
0: It's frustrating. We really should have knocked that one down more. You're right. It it must have caught me on a day where I was just like totally in a vacuum, just vibing with his fucking artwork.
1: Well, there's some real there's some moments in it, but there's a lot of things like when I was reading through this list, I was like, oh, that's the one where. Bizarro Uh, tries to save, what, Lana Lang?
0: No, Lucy. Lucy Lucy
1: Lang Lang is committing suicide. Because she's blind. Because she's she's,
0: she's disabled, she can't possibly live anymore. Right,
1: right. So that she commits suicide, but then somehow her blindness, her disability is taken away because... Bizarro magic gets, crystals
0: yeah. of bizarro god it's making me frustrated that we ranked it this time you know? <laughs> i'm sitting here remembering in my head like boy superman sure does look cool when he's drawn by john Byrne. and then you bring that up and it's like Ugh. like why did i rank it high <laughs> i don't know i'm with you there I, you know there's bits of like the batman issue that are solid like there's bits i really love but like they're the bits and like everything else is just like a fucking like you're walking through tar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that really stuck out to me in the like it's a really good hundred really good, yeah.
0: I feel like if we could re examine, you know, if this be my destiny, born again <laughs> and man of steel. <laughs> Uh and then it's funny from there because you get to um oh one that I hate seeing on the list okay. um is when we were doing the Acts of Vengeance talk and we did the cosmic Spider-Man. Okay. And we ranked so many Spider Man stories, but the spectacular Spider-Man one sixty Web of Spider Man sixty one, which is ranked number ninety nine on the list, uh that's when Cosmic Spidey fights that robot and then Dragon Man uh in a row. Mm-hmm. And we ranked that one, like, I feel like way too high. Because there's shit I'll see below that, and I'll be like, how the fuck did we rank this fucking test one Dragon <laughs> Man story so high? It must have been for, like, Spider-Man floating up in the air and the bird. Wasn't that the one with the bird in it? I think so. floats up and he's like, what the fuck? I've been talking to a seagull. <laughs> You're like, that joke alone gave it, like, 15 fucking points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that must have just been a day of like spidey fatigue like we it's had so totally many that it was yeah, trying to like scale yeah. them amongst each other right because you made me rank like 10 fucking spider man yeah issues. Like, no it, it was, was like a lot it was yeah, a lot like, separately like oh, we're gonna we're gonna rank each one by itself and we're separate!
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that's one that i always get pissed off at that like it's that high. like i'm looking at Deathlock below it and it's it's frustrating the mm-hmm. fuck out of me that Dwayne McDuffie's Mikey C Deathlock is below that. Like, come on,
1: that that amazing Marvel holiday special ninety one, right? With Sue, yeah. You know, we got a lot of Batman in this back fifty.
0: Yeah, when it, when we did the uh, retrospective of the Black Casebook trade paperback with all of grant Morrison's uh introductions and we ranked all these old batmans and so like the back half of the list is all old silver age batman stories which is funny (laughs) it's funny to me to read the list and see how many of them are here you know
1: they all did not score very high that's for sure
0: they did not which i expected at the time um some of the interesting ones uh at the bottom here for me um is Jim Rhodes Iron Man debut which I'm glad is above something it's ranked the same but it's above like Philadelphia mm-hmm. How do you feel about Philadelphia after some time given to it
1: I think I feel probably the same
0: I feel like we really you know we critically came at that one
1: We beat it up but
0: fairly we yeah. fairly criticized a book that I feel like you know for the most part we had fun with but we we just didn't love it like we wanted to. Yeah um
1: Yeah, I don't know. That was when I was rereading the list, that wasn't one that I was like, oh we really shit the bet on that one. No, I feel good with that yeah.
0: one. I feel good that it's ranked there, and honestly, I feel like I'd even rank it lower than some of the things on this list. Um I feel like we just sort of gave it even a, a bit of a more of a pass, you know?
1: I don't know. I feel like it's. I think it's in a good spot because, like, I would come back to that before the you know the new mutants original graphic novel. I'd come back to that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but what about Darkhawk? <laughs> one through three, Danny. I know you loved old Chris Powell.
1: I couldn't even think of his fucking Dave right now. So, um, <laughs> you know, Frank and Fran, I definitely would come back to it before then. Um, yeah, know. I feel like it's in a good spot for it. That's one of those books where. Like I read it, I enjoyed it in the moment. There were some things that I really didn't like. I that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but would I like discourage someone from reading that book? No. And like, there's things right. after that that I start to say like, you don't, don't, you don't need to read that. Like,
0: right? <laughs> I feel like it's a book where you can say to someone like, maybe you should check this out and see how it hits for you. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I would warn them like. Here's some shit that like I'm I'm not into with it, you know, or why mm-hmm. it doesn't work so much for me. Uh, I still do love Jackie Childs as the main character? <laughs> the fact that
1: you didn't fucking put that together at all but, blows my gosh, mind.
0: I blew me away when you told me that. Is wild, man.
1: It was like a fucking straight up like picture. It's like he posed. for Oh, the they
0: book. absolutely got that actor that plays Jacob Childs on Seinfeld. If if you haven't listened to that episode of Philadelphia, uh, that is absolutely what the dad. Oh, he's
1: much better known for his starring role. As everyone's favorite Martian Manhunter on the CW's <laughs> hit Smallville.
0: I mean, yeah, you dropped that one on me too. It really blew my mind as well. So yeah, maybe you guys know what uh, what he's talking about here. I didn't. <laughs> no, it's it's that's one. You're right. It's it's probably pretty solid where it is. It's
1: um, one that sticks you- out to me that I want lower that I can't believe we ranked as high as we did is our number 125. Ah, I was just going to say, Gen 13. 1, 1 through 5, we gave a 56. The original
0: Gen 13 mini-seed. See, I feel like that's an okay spot for it. That's, because Gen 13, we still talk about, you and me, still yeah. talk about Gen 13. So there <laughs> is a magic there. It's just not great from the start. <laughs> but it's like, oh man, I, I would like to have that recipe again. Just bake it for longer. <laughs> Just take longer,
1: you know yeah put some meat on those damn bones right too, damn it.
0: right so you know there's there's we enjoyed gen 13 as much as we ripped it apart i feel like 56 is not a bad a bad ranking for that bad boy
1: all right all right that's just one that stuck out to me that i was like ah. oh I could probably no you're right
0: you're right because i'm looking in vision and scarlet witch volume 2 only got a 54 and like that should be above that <laughs> i feel like
1: I feel like that should be like a 51, like in my level of enjoyment, it was like a spawn Batman. Like I was laughing the whole time at like, this is ridiculous. This is, this is excess. No, no, you know, nobody telling you any ideas off the table or not quite fully there or like fleshed out. It is pure unbridled. Like I'm going to do what I fucking want to do. (laughs) And, um, I feel like thematically it really falls in with that Spawn Batman vibe so I thought like that would makes more sense if I was like down six seven yeah, spots yeah
0: if there's if there's one thing I wish we could redo sometimes I wish we could have put Death of Superman above Spawn Batman <laughs> <laughs> like because like I'll be real with you Death of Superman is empty as fuck sometimes but it's better than Spawn Batman <laughs> like I hate that it's one point above Like, our middle of the list is for me, Spawn Batman. That's when you get to a point where it's like any enjoyment you get out of this is ironically or for a different reason than the actual text. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, once you get to Spawn Batman, it's like, oh, it got a 51? Like, why? And it's like, well, because we thought it was fucking funny saying punk all the fucking time. Uh, (laughs) And that's the only reason it ranked that high. Um, And Death of Superman, like, it's such an iconic and such a big story that I love in my head. But I know the actual material is bad. It's very bad. Uh, And I know that I've talked to some people who disagree with me on that episode, which blew my mind. (laughs) But it's bad. Yes. And I'll reiterate to those people. It's bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Do you see what they do with the form? Every issue. Is the <laughs> countdown.
0: I love Death of Superman. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't fucking love that comic, but it is fucking bad. Um and really that Spawn Batman and Death of Superman are so perfect for me because they have 51 and 50. And, like, it makes sense on our list why Spawn Batman would get one point more than Death of Superman because we enjoyed it more. <laughs> but, like, not because of what was on the page. Not because of what they intended.
1: <laughs> that's true. We were That was one we were laughing at, not with. We,
0: yeah, sure. we had fun at its expense. Not because of what it seriously gave us. Um, so I really do enjoy that. And I like that Death of Superman is at 50 And I'm blown away that it got a 50 because that is the perfect comic to get a 50. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like fucking horrible. This is offensively bad. Like, I don't ever want to read this again. It's just like, yeah, that happened. It was cool. Uh, What else you got for me? You know, and that sort of rolls the same way with the other 50s with, you know, Kitty versus the demon uncanny i don't agree with that but the
1: next one you're gonna say that should you, be lower
0: you want that one lower
1: <laughs> new avengers number one through four numbers one through six breakout that should fucking <laughs> that should be it that should be 140
0: Why michael dennis's new avengers relaunch i know that that was probably the comic you hated most
1: that and like the ultimates volume one. we'll get to the, the ultimates yeah which one like, did you hate
0: more ultimates or new avengers I think you have to say Ultimates.
1: I think I, yeah, I, I did not like Ultimates, but I did not like much about New Avengers either. Like, yeah, they both were like, just junked, like not any, any a well, story I, that I want to come back to doing really I, dumb things. <laughs> just just terrible. Like, I'm no, so nothing glad redeeming you here for, for, me.
0: for that Bendis one, because I can't. I literally cannot separate myself from it because it's one of the main books where I got back into comics in 2004. And I read that like immediately after that was packaged into a hardcover. I read it and it was like, I'm back in, fuck back in. This makes sense. And like, I can't separate from like my 15, 16 year old self to. <laughs> like I gave it a low fucking ranking. It got a 50, but like you were really tearing. That yeah. Hard. I really beat
1: that one up. I think I, I think that was like a, just like a 10. Right. Like it was like almost single digits. Yeah.
0: You gave that one low below that is Amazon number one, which was an amalgam comic that John bird was just like, well, I'll just make storm a character in my ongoing wonder woman. run. <laughs> Fuck
1: that's, you John job. <laughs> yeah. That got scored so poorly just because he didn't even fucking and adhere to the, pre- the, fucking the premise.
0: premise. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to tell me you're mixing wonder woman and storm together, which is fucking cool. And you're not going to do the premise. You're going to have her fight. What fucking, what was it? Neptune. Mm -hmm. not even an amalgam like villain of the x-men and wonder woman pantheon and then that we get wonder woman shows up wonder diana shows up uh as well as him having characters from his run that show up to be like what'll happen next issue and it's like motherfucker that's not what we're doing here (laughs) like fuck he really fucked with me on that one. And and I was so glad we reread that one because you know me. You know I love my Amalgam <laughs> comics. But, like, revisiting that one, I was like, wait a minute. This motherfucker's trying to fuck with me. Piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> so, yeah, that one got a 50. Um, and then, you know, we're at the bottom of the barrel of the list here, which is world's finest the club of heroes which you ranked low because of italian discrimination
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was it was disrespectful
0: italy's greatest hero is the
1: the legionnaire the villain (laughs) (laughs) you know they got a 47 and he was like the most like white bread italian like i'm i'm I'm, you know me i'm sicilian you know we're we're mediterranean (laughs) So, like, give us a little, you know, a little juj, a little spice, you know? A little, man, little
0: that shit, man, that shit made me laugh so much when you're like, I have a, I'm taking offense at the Italian being sidelined here. He's a villain. Uh, yeah, just not a very good story overall. No, terrible story. And then below that, we have Black Goliath 5, Power Man 21 from last episode, which I figured would rank that low, you know, very. Mm-hmm basic very uh run-of-the-mill bronze age marvel comics that you know you might have a chuckle or two but they're they're not worth remembering really mm-hmm. um and then our bottom two on the list at 140 and 141 we have batman 134 the rainbow creature which was included in the black case book which we we hated this story Really this is one where
1: Batman goes to like South America. South America right? for yeah. no
0: reason and they're like uh, you have to help us stop th- these like I don't know like gorillas in the desert that have a rainbow creature that they claim to be fighting for them and then the funniest part was we read this one um as part of the Black Case book where Grant Morrison gave a foreword for why they were in these volumes and Grant mentioned that he that the story wasn't actually read uh it was based just on the cover the only the cover uh was what was used in grant's run and (laughs) you know that that made sense once we read this and we're like this is bad
1: um but like am i supposed to be insulted by their like how they they say that like Fuck you! Like I just like the cover of this. Like,
0: well, no, I think we were supposed to be like, yeah, it's zany, it's funny. Um, and I think we didn't rank it lower, even though we thought it was like a a very fucking.
1: (laughs) So did we give him a? Did we give them a bounce because like this one a bounce because I think we ranked this
0: one because we we said that it wasn't offending us. We were just like, you know, this isn't good, but like, there's nothing. Like damning about it you know what I mean there's no, there's nothing in this story to make you go like what the fuck you know it's more just like like this is just boring like this is just yeah. weird and this is just boring you know uh, and I think that's why we didn't rank it lower because like it doesn't deserve the, the like like
1: fuck this comic instead yeah. it's more just like but there's a few above it that I feel like should get that fuck this comic mentality <laughs> So that's where I take like the- your
0: your Brian Bendis.
1: <laughs> yeah, New <laughs> Avengers and Amazon should be the bottom of the list. I feel
0: like Amazon should have gone lower, and I feel like we really, you know, we did give uh, Burns artwork a bit. Too the art was what
1: came in it. it. Yeah, the art yeah. is what saved it, that score for sure. But
0: honestly, like that was good latter day era John Byrne artwork, which was a shame to like give him that compliment. But it it really like he came out for bits of that one. Um, but our lowest on the list. <laughs> uh our I don't know what's I mean, Kevin Smith will probably top this one, but Ultimates Volume One, Mark Miller's uh Ultimate Universe Avengers one through six, uh got a twenty eight from us, and it is our lowest one by a country mile. Uh how do you feel about that ranking?
1: I think it's spot on. <laughs>
0: I agree. I agree. I think it only got that high of a ranking for uh, me basically living through that era <laughs> and at one point having an attachment to this as like the hit new thing uh, and falling for the Mark Miller Mark Miller era, which I never ever should have done. But, you know, you're young ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is not good. There was not much redeeming about these. And then the, it's crazy to think like what this birthed, you know? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Like we It's the, it's the cinematic universe, like in a nutshell. More we
0: really like. tried to talk about the influence of this. And like, even though it gave us like the MCU, it gave us the worst parts of the MCU. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we really, it's all the
1: stuff of through. the people that like, you know, especially right now with like WandaVision going on, like there's a lot of critical talk about the MCU and, and enjoyment versus, your critical, you know, lens on it. Yeah. And like all the people that like go down that path of like unbridled like passion for these films, it's like <laughs> our, are probably the Mark people Miller that fans. love this fucking book. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly put. MCU stands are Mark Miller, like diehards. I'm with you there.
1: But even uh, that mentality, not even if they know who, they, don't, they don't even know who Mark Miller is. But, but like, if they read it, they'd fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. Right. No, I'm I'm with you
0: one hundred percent there. Yeah. Um it's it was terrible. It was terrible to read. It everything it influenced, everything it presented on the page. Just really bad. And I'm I'm even sitting there thinking like how did it get a 28 like shouldn't it have been lower (laughs) (laughs) i guess it was because there were parts and and we did talk about parts where we thought and and this is true of every mark miller work Uh, there's an idea or there's an angle from like a marketable or brand way where you can see how someone could get tricked into liking it um and i think we really discussed that a lot during that episode of like Where we could see how someone would have been like, oh, right. Like, there's something here, but it's bad. (laughs) Right? Like, I remember us going over that a few times.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. Doesn't Tony Stark have, like, ooze on him every time he gets out of the suit, too? (laughs) Yeah. That's weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there was just, like, it sucks because, you know, Mark Miller is just a fucking we called him the Tim Allen of comics, like just a fucking terrible, awful man that at one point did things that you would be like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorting what you, what you did, you know, like I like Buzz Lightyear. I'll still watch home improvement. I just, <laughs> I just hate Tim Allen. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, I feel like it's the same with Mark Miller. And I feel like that's the only reason I got a 28 because who but it's the worst. It's our worst one on the list, and I'm I'm glad for that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't think that there's any debate. I'm not going to... I would never fight to... No, them.
0: no. I
1: I wouldn't I, recommend it to anybody. Never.
0: Um, never. Even as a, like, history of comics, or like, you had to be there, or this influence stuff, I still wouldn't tell people to be like, yeah, you should just for that reason. You know?
1: yeah it's like you've read everything else, literally everything else you've read. okay, why don't you give this a read? but
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, then you can be like, okay, Mark Miller Mark Miller sucks because like his comics are just fucking trash, but you can he's find... the kick ass guy, right? He is the kick ass guy. It sucks because you can find like something interesting to talk about through his work, but there is never anything to actually enjoy in the work. Yeah. And the
1: people that like go for it are like the 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 people I don't like associating with in
0: <laughs> Agreed completely, man. Agreed completely. Mark Miller and that's and people we yeah. don't we don't want to be friends with, you know? I mean, it's
1: fine. It's just it's one of those things where it's like that like ultra aggressive machismo like isn't cool just because it's It is ultra aggressive machismo, you know, like there's gotta be more to it. And that just felt like there was nothing underneath it besides like this is just a dick. Like this is just a guy being a dick.
0: This is a guy being a dick. Like there's no self-awareness in the man. And I feel like the fans of Mark Miller are also the people with no self-awareness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, maybe you like this like objectively bad comic. If you do, tell me the reason why while also telling me that you know it is objectively bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You
1: know? sighs> yeah, a underst- little emotional intelligence when it comes to your, you know, your reading. You know, understand the good and the bad of things. Like, right. there's a lot of shit that I love, but I know it's problematic. Like, God, I've wa- I love Back to the Future. Love Back to the Future. But the whole Libyans thing at the beginning... it's a little rough like you know like it's a little weird it's a little bit like this is stupid does this need to be here there's a lot of things in media i like that like i can still point out it's there's weird things with it right great
0: And, and i mean that's the mark of like a well thought out or like a good critic or a person that's smart with like what they consume to even the things you fucking love you should be able to point out things that like don't work or are bad about them you know and usually, if there's a person who likes a Mark Miller comic, they don't they don't know what's bad about it. <laughs> but we do, and that's why we gave it such a fucking low score.
1: <laughs> I feel like Bendis's, you know, Forrest Gump looking fucking Steve Rogers should be right next. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> um,
0: I disagree with you because I feel like, uh. I feel like New Avengers is is way less disgusting and way less offensive. And it's just more like, like frustrating at points. You know, it's never, it's never on a level of Mark Miller.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't doing it, it, it. That's true. Ultimates, there were things going in there just to shock you and to make you feel like this is edgy. This isn't right. your fucking mom's marvel universe anymore like and um
0: (laughs) right bendis is just dumb and and a shitty dialogue writer
1: yeah i just couldn't take that with bendis like the way that he had characters write, like it was just like like a guy like it was the same guy talking it was just him talking and out of every different voice (laughs) right like nobody sounded different absolutely which for me is like when i'm reading a page like i'm reading a comic like you don't give me th- like just this medium the way it's established. Like you don't have like in like I'm, I'm reading a novel where there's all of the you know the the filler all of the other information coming at you whether it's you know uh, a character monologuing or their inner thoughts or you know a narrator walking through it. You get so much to like scene setting, um, and with this, it's like you get that visually. But if your characters' voices like the dialogue in the bubble sounds the same from character to character. It's like, I, it is, I lose it, you know, like I yeah. I can't, I lose the, uh, the illusion, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't suspend reality and
0: right. take you, this into
1: my head and know that these pictures move. Like I can't do it's it, you a know, man
0: writing a comic rather mm-hmm. than being able to, you know, hot like paint into the picture. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And I feel, I feel that with every fucking Bendis comic I read, you know what I mean? I'm not a Bennett's fan. <laughs> I'm just a fan of some of that era, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: we like what we like. We you do. know, I I'll fight to the death about uh, the nineteen ninety one uh Robin Williams film Hook. I will fight you <laughs> to the death. That is a phenomenal movie. Like but
0: Yeah, it's got like something what we like. going for it. <laughs>
1: one of my favorites.
0: Dustin Hoffman really shows up for that one. <laughs> He shows up for that <laughs> fucking movie. I I like him better than Robin Williams in that movie. For real, he's
1: great. Uh, what's his name? As uh, Schmee? Oh shit! That fucking oh, British like, gangster
0: actor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The guy Who from Rabbit. Yeah. yeah,
0: Mario. Super Mario.
1: <laughs> right. They fucking show up.
0: He's great. Yeah, he's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we should start talking about movies. Let's do a sister podcast. We should. We should. For real. Movie. For
0: real. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's our whole list. Those are things we we wanted to rediscuss. So, let me ask you now that you're a year into this, you know, you've you've joined Twitter, you've had way more of an idea about like the industry, about what's going on. You've been able to learn writers, you've been able to learn lettering, you've been able to learn all this type of stuff. How what have you learned? What have you like? What do you hate? What would you say you picked up on more? Like what's your, Hmm. what have you learned or what has, has changed in your life throughout this?
1: Well, uh, right off the bat, I'll tell you, I've never used to really pay attention to how box like text was lettered. And I've started to be a little more interested in that um, and pay attention to it more. I'm still not, I'm terrible with names in like regular life. Like, so learning artists and, everybody involved in these works are, is, is still something (laughs) I'm working on um, just because it's just not how my brain's wired Um, and it's not a slight or an offense to, you know, the folks involved. But um, for me, just having, spending so much time with these comics and learning things is like, you never, you can tell when a, I never realized how you could really tell when like people are gelling on the back end and how that comes through in the work, you know? Like, I've always pictured comics as, like, okay, there's a guy that writes it, he passes it off, there's a guy that draws it, and then there's someone that traces over it, and colors (laughs) it, and does that. But to, like, you know, read books where it's, like, you know, and you can give me that context of, like, oh, these people were, like, best fucking buds, and they were killing it, you know, doing everything, like, in unison, and then, like, you know, here, and then the work's really good and strong, and then on the flip side of that, when you're saying, like, all these people can't stand each other they're like the 10th author on the book (laughs) and it not being as great like i never really put that collaboration
0: really brings forth Mm -hmm. good shit is what yeah
1: because it's like protectors like unreal and you're like all these people are doing different things but like it's all gelling and it's like all banging stuff you know right right yeah so i guess that's it i guess that's kind of a silly thing um, but, like, from reading comics, that's really what stuck to me from, like, getting involved in this universe um, of, like, comics and the industry and trying, like, following people more on Twitter and kind of picking up on conversations. Um, there's a lot of conversation <laughs> that occurs. A, there's, It's almost like. No, I'm probably not going to be. You're not going to think highly of me for this comment but
0: <laughs> <laughs> give it to me give it to me
1: there's so much so many times people are like eh, people are upset about folks in the industry or things that are said or things that happen on the page and they're like commenting about the comments and it's like you're not even commenting about the original fucking thing like we're not even talking like, i don't even know what was said i just know like oh, people are really upset about this today and it's yeah like, I don't even know what was upset about in the first place.
0: It's uh, it's the discourse, it's the Mm -hmm. Twitter discourse that I also just fucking can't stand. You know, I think Mm -hmm. there's a, I think there's a point when you're a person that knows things or is into this, like media so much to to point out when you know things or to share things to people when like you know a a creator or someone is terrible you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i agree that i i feel like it's it's taxing and it's tiring mm-hmm. to hop on twitter and and complain about this or complain about that like in a way where it's like but you're not doing anything you know what i mean yeah um and it does get tiring when people are like i'm making this moral stand and it's like well like are you still buying the book like are you still reading like yeah like either put up or shut up when it comes to that point. And I think it's, you know, it's comics. I love comics, but I hate comics. You know, there's the industry fucking sucks The everything about it sucks. Everything about the big two, you know, corporate overlords and how horrible the industry is to longtime people and to anyone that, you know, isn't the ingrained white man you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. it's it, it must be hard for you coming into this especially in a time and place where all of this is at the forefront rather than like a time where i came in in the 90s and then came back in in like 2004 when shit like this like was not talked about or was not a big deal or wasn't you know brought forth all the time so like yeah Yeah, it was all
1: whispers you didn't know it was all rumors you didn't have it right right. so now it's
0: like you know if you're coming into the industry and like reading stuff like you should know if it's daunting yeah it is and and I feel that way for some people that like want to you know ethically consume what they read you know what I mean like and some of the most popular shit is by the worst people in comics and it's it's a shame and it's the boys club mentality and it's all this shit and it doesn't get better when it's everyone sitting there and like not talking about it or having like a, this man wrote the best green Lantern ever." How dare you? And it turns (laughs) into like a whole discourse on that rather than like, like you guys are missing the issue. And I feel like it's so much of the lack of self-awareness as well as the like standom and fandoms online that want to follow a character rather than the actual people that are making this thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're like, yeah. I feel that sometimes, you know, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Like so much of that is like, yeah, if you're going to read comics and stuff, like, like look at the creators, like pay attention to the creators, pay attention to what they're doing, support them mm-hmm. rather than, you know, spider-man i only read spider-man and it's like well like but have a little self-awareness you know yeah
1: yeah understand the faults of the character and the faults of how he's been portrayed and how other things are like you know it's just it's all like it it's Tired. it's a world of absolutes i feel it's like tiring. the comic world and that's been my biggest like takeaway is like man can't we just say like this is cool but it also sucks or like that's the that, sucks that's, but there's right. some cool parts about it
0: right like. i hate it because like the people i associate it with are like the people that write for comfort food comics or the people i love to read most are like critics that will readily say i love this thing but here's a list of all the terrible shit within it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or like yeah i know that this is bad but like i love this this is why i like this like let's tear this apart and there's so few of those people like you know there's the people that are like Age of Ultron is one of the greatest
1: films ever created. And it's like... Oh, my God. The movies. I don't want to talk to. <laughs> but yeah. About let's not even movies. talk
0: about MCU yeah. fandom. But you know what I mean?
1: mar like any comic book movie. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, no. There is no like, hey, that was fun. But like... that
0: shit <laughs> translates to the comic fans who are like, you know, the important books are now the quality books, you know. And it's just so frustrating because no one is able to seem to to read a Spider-Man comic while loving Spider-Man and to be able to say like, but this is bad. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and you're right. It's, it's too much. And I am at the like epicenter of it, but I'm already in too deep, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's just one of those things where it's like for a, a community and like a, a place that really focuses on like, new voices and bringing people together and the power of it. It's like, it's, it can be a little bit of intimidating because well one, you've got 70 years of continuity that you don't know. Right. And and you'll never say something because (laughs) there is never like, like a Yeah. yeah, like there's never any of that. And then it's just like, you know, there people can have different opinions and that's fucking cool. But
0: yeah, no, I, and for me, it's like, I want to, I have had trouble with this, too, throughout the years where, you know, when I was a young shitty kid, it was like, oh, like, you're such an idiot. Like, that's a dumb book. Why would you like that? And it's like nowadays I'm older and like I've read so much and I've read so much criticism or seen so many different thoughts that it's to me more interesting to see what other people's opinions are rather than like, you know, sitting there and being like, oh, like arguing just, right like oh yeah tell me why you feel this way like maybe i could get a new viewpoint on it you know mm-hmm. and i feel like that's at the core of our podcast here that like i have read so many of these things i'm going to throw them to you and i would love to see your opinion coming in as like a new reader as a totally different person for me you know and that's really what we're trying to do here i feel like
1: we're, 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 we're creating the future we hope for right here. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. Um,
1: these ones and zeros. That's right. And I mean, year we're years. still
0: 232 year old, <laughs> very similar white old. Hey, speak
1: for yourself. I am not 32.
0: <laughs> 31. Uh, but you know what I mean? And, and I agree with you. I feel like you as a person coming into the industry, as well as like the online, side of comics.
1: Half yeah, of this is the internet. What I'm complaining about is fucking internet. Like, and I'll admit it. I went to view askew forums back in the day and was following that <laughs> shit. And it's just as shitty trashy. As then yeah, there as it yeah, is. Yeah.
0: No, the internet has always been. God awful.
1: It's <laughs> like, I miss when the internet was e-bombs world you know like <laughs> just shit posting all yeah, the time sharing like just, videos. Yeah, yeah like like where's where's the dude you know where where's the you know the dude it's that's gonna video. yeah he's gonna it's he's gonna, go he's, gonna sleep water and he's gonna hit it with a baseball bat he's gonna light a fire and hit it with a baseball bat like where's <laughs> just that stuff you know and like i just i that's the culture at large where it's like people shouldn't be on the internet like well, there's, and- a, there's a segment of people that really can't handle this well right
0: and like like, you know being on twitter is very much a like diving in the pool and like my friend who writes for the site like ritesh is always saying like use the block button like preemptively block people because it's like yeah like i definitely and tons of people say that they're like oh i block hundreds of people on twitter and it's like you have to because you're just wading into like a chaos pool where anyone is going to give you their stupid opinion like i'll post shit where it's like "Oh, i really like this book because of this and it's some person i i do not know i have never spoken to or interacted with will hop in and be like this is a really good spider-man issue because of this and it's like my man i am not looking for your opinion on this and it's It always comes back to lack of self-awareness, but also the fact that, like, you know, people can just like what they like. You do not have to spend your time hopping into someone's comments and being like, actually, you're wrong.
1: Either. Yeah, like, to be a dick about it. Like... Right.
0: I I totally am here for, like, discussion and stuff. But when people are just like, nah, you're dumb. Like, this is the shit. And it's like, all right. <laughs> But yeah, I think you already see how uh how shitty <laughs> the comics community can be.
1: Everybody's shitty, you know. I think we're going through a cultural reckoning right now. Um where we're we're changing our attitudes on a lot of behavior that was not accepted in the or that was accepted in the past. Yeah. And you know, it that's that's society at large. Comics are just going through it and maybe it's a little more um specific in this industry because it is so male you know white male dominated that like there's just a lot more opportunity but i don't know i don't know if you can make the you could probably you can make the case that like what you know the the constant stream of like this ship bird said this this today or they're putting this in this book um you know that that's happening everywhere but i feel like it's you know comics is just another facet of that you know
0: yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, sometimes it's it's really needed. Other times it's like, yeah, you're not really doing it's it. It's
1: like, right just now. get off the internet. You know, oh, yeah, little, plenty of dope. Need to get listen to some disco internet. biscuits and just treat <laughs> yourself right, you know?
0: Or just like stop reading things that you hate. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop doing that. Get off the internet and read something you like
1: all while listening to the Disco Biscuits.
0: It's all nonsense, Danny. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, from there, shall we celebrate our issue 50 of yes, amazing
1: Spider-Man? Episode 50 with an issue 50.
0: That's right, we got it talking, right? Can we tell the <laughs>
1: listener about the little snafu? Uh, before we get uh,
0: that's started. right, uh, our favorite app, the Marvel Unlimited app, uh, as I'm sure many of the listeners know, uh, can be uh, the worst enemy,
1: <laughs> it's horrendous. So, Dave sends like, like so, so I subscribe to that, that's how I read our Marvel stuff. Um, and Dave sends me a text, he's like, We're gonna read uh, Amazing Spider Man 50. I say, Okay, pop that in, <laughs> read Amazing Spider, search Amazing Spider Man in the series search bar. One amazing Spider-Man series pops up. I click that. I go to issue 50. I read that. It's a nice, wholesome Peter Parker, you know, as a real wife guy, fun <laughs> little doom stuff happening in an airport. And I'm like, this makes sense from Dave. I get it. Okay. Right. And then I say, all right, I'm all set. When do you want to record? And uh, we all go and do it. We'll do it tonight. Or we get that scheduled. And then uh, we come to the realization that. I read the the wrong Amazing Spider-Man 50 and that <laughs> right. because I did not query and search the Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> the other one didn't show up.
0: Uh, at which point I was like, oh, OK, hold on, hold on. I'll send him a screenshot of the right one. So I hop on and I try to find Amazing Spider-Man 1963. Uh, can't find it. Uh, I go to the search bar and type in Amazing Spider-Man. Doesn't show up. I feel like that can't possibly be true. Uh, I keep looking, I realize after about five minutes, like, wait, should I really go look under the? Does Marvel Unlimited really take the word the and alphabetize it under T? Uh, So I look, and there it is, The Amazing Spider-Man, the original series. So I click on that, and uh, I'm not even able to find it there because apparently I'm by number issue, and uh, it gives you one and then continues into the 100s after that mm. uh, so I'm scrolling through being like what the fuck why isn't this showing up uh, why am I looking at the 100 issues where he fights Morbius and the lizard uh, where the fuck is 50 so I change it to publication date because apparently I need to do that in this app find it finally and send it to him but realize that if I go into the search bar and type in Amazing Spider-Man, it will not give you the series Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, the original, you know, the Marvel comic you know, <laughs> doesn't doesn't come up.
0: Right. You need to go in there and write the to start with. Uh, I hate search bars that do not just give you like what you're searching for, but that you have to do the exact name in the exact order. Uh, yeah, it's
1: like I need a degree in like library science to figure out how to <laughs> fucking search. To yeah, Marvel
0: Limited. Uh, love it, despise it, absolutely hate it sometimes.
1: So I was come, I was prepped. I had you were no- prepped with
0: some JMS, <laughs> JR Junior, Wife Guy, Spider Man,
1: thick eyebrow, just we may have to, to add do. that one to
0: an episode soon. You know. <laughs>
1: So I was all amped for 90 Spidey, and then it's like the rug's pulled out from underneath me, and I get slapped back to good old fucking, what What are we in, 73 here?
0: Uh, I don't know what year it is. It's in the 70s, I believe, or 60s. This might still be 60s at this point. But yeah uh you're thrown back in time agree. oh goodness yeah so this is the uh, the amazing spider-man 50 spider-man no more uh this is by stanley this is by john ramita uh this is john ramita senior uh this
1: oh they're is- not the same person <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm now realizing that that would have happened to you. So Dan read the wrong one, which was drawn by John Ramita Jr., his son. Oh. This is John Romita Sr., old legend. John Ramita Sr. is pop.
1: So I thought, well, that's some nepotism happening there. We'll move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought it was like, oh, he just started using the junior later in his career. I didn't realize.
0: <laughs> wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild to me that like that's a thing that you'd still think it's crazy it's crazy man ah. so yes this is john Ramita senior this is him um i believe uh dick Cole left i forget what issue he left on but uh he would have left just recently i i feel like there would have been only like i don't know a couple issues in between here not a couple but like 12 to 15 um So, Ramita takes over for him, and he is still in his phase of of really aping Steve Ditko. How did you feel about the art here? Because the only other old Spider-Man you've read is If This Be My Destiny.
1: I didn't realize that we had different artists.
0: Really? Really? You didn't even see it, did you?
1: No, I felt like... Well, maybe, I guess, because, I mean, May was ghastly and ghostly you know she was like the tripkeeper <laughs> in both of
0: you didn't think the peter looked different
1: not really no i felt like i mean i guess the more i look at it this feels like the. i don't know no i feel like it's pretty much He's definitely- i didn't attribute it to a different artist i attributed it to like oh it, this is more recent they've got better you know better scans or better printing of it i didn't think of it as like oh, it's a whole different artist. I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, his yellow coat and his goofy-ass sweaters come through. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: good shit. It's good shit. It's good art, and it's really following the template of, like, what Ditko set up, so there's not Mm. a huge difference yet. I feel like the only difference you really get are in faces, which um, in smaller scenes, you can see the Ditko-type faces, but for the most part, like, this is John Romita's, like, Peter Parker for sure. Gotcha. Um, but I yeah. didn't go
1: back to our the the marvel comic though so, a, you um, <laughs> what issue uh, number is that I'll pop over to it thirty three <laughs> uh,
0: how do you feel about this this one here about fifty right off the bat
1: um well, let me start off the, the, the our discussion of it is dave i'm I'm quitting the podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> um you know i think this is it was like one of those things where it's like oh, this is neat in this like in the broad strokes of it of like you know peter's having a crisis of faith he's got to you know is he going to keep doing this he's going to actually gives it up right in in this but like his reasoning for doing it i never feel like the stakes justified that reaction that's
0: fair the stakes aren't really there in this he's more just like man this is a bad day
1: (laughs) yeah like this like this is stupid it's like it's not like you know aunt may dies or he does something where it's like an unforgivable like lapse because he was Spider-Man throughout this. Right. It's like,
0: it, it's not guilt. It's more just mild annoyance. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he, he doesn't want to, fright, he's, A yeah. little fright over Aunt May getting like, I don't know. She, being sick and him not being, being there. Yeah. It's like, man, you're not going to be there when you work or go to school, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, unless you're going to replace this, Ms. Watson and sit here all <laughs> <old> day. Um, <laughs> Like you have the same concerns, you know?
0: I do feel like it's a very like it's an older issue, but it's a very perfect, like all the things that make up Spider-Man are in this issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got you could really say that this is like a summary uh, of of Peter. But I got a couple I got a question really about more about his supporting character before we get into the details of it. What is the relationship context? Like, is he Dating Mary Jane at this point, he has gone is on dates dating? with Mary Jane. Okay, he's not
0: really dating anyone. They like his aunt and and Anna Watson set him up with Mary Jane, and like they went on dates, but it's never, you know, it's never the like, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. It's, gotcha, because
1: he's like really into Gwen and like flirting with Gwen, and it's like, wait a second,
0: like, yeah, this is a point mm-hmm. in time in the books where it was like they were both presented as love interests, and they they all hang out and they all like go out with each other and you even see it in this for like
1: everybody's Gwen, fucking everybody, like Splash you
0: know? Thompson. And then Gwen's dating Harry Osborne, And then later in the book, uh MJ dates Harry Osborne, and like, it's a whole thing of where they, yeah, they all date each other basically. Uh, That's a
1: very, uh, 2010s, you know, it is, to it dating, is. You it's
0: it is surprising how much of that is like a thing here, but also, uh no one ever gets serious so it's also kind of silly like how often they're all going out on dates but like no one's actually feeling anything <laughs> yes one of the main things in this is like gwen keeps coming on to peter but like saying like Oh, i wish you'd come to my party i wish you'd hang out with me And he's like yeah. oh if only you were serious and she thinks to herself uh if, if only you knew
1: and, and yeah. it's it, oh i'm serious pd
0: yeah no i think she like straight up says it sometimes and peter is still just like that silly girl when will she stop teasing me you know and it's yeah. it's it's funny it really is funny like there's a lot of parts in this issue that i really laughed at most of it being where peter has inner monologues uh <laughs> where he's dealing with his like bizarre mental health where he's like Am am I the baddie? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of hilarious moments where he's, he's having a real crisis of conscience of like, like, am I being too selfish doing this? Like, Oh, maybe I, I don't need to be Spider-Man. And there's some really silly shit Like, where he's like the people, the people aren't doing, no one gives anything back to me. I shouldn't be like this. Uh, and it's funny It's it's a really silly reason More just like he's sad And that's why he stops being Spider-Man uh, I did want to talk about The absolutely iconic sweater He's wearing in the beginning
1: The <laughs> static sweater It just looks like static <laughs> Yeah
0: The like green one, and it's just like lines, like so many ink lines that I cannot believe that back then they like they did that. You know what I mean? Like you don't really see that much inking and shit.
1: Wait, it's green in
0: yours? Well, I mean, not green, but you know what I mean. Which sweater are you are you looking at?
1: I'm referring to the sweater. This is the beginning, as he's having his terrible day. You know, Gwen comes. He catches the burglars, but then there's all the people on the street are like he's a menace. Right,
0: right. And right, then you
1: know he goes and sees uh, Aunt May who's sick, and he's like, I should have been here. And then Gwen invites him to the party, but his grades are slipping. It's that sweater where he's got the yellow cover overcoat over, like this scratchy. It's white in the Marvel app. It's like a white sweater with black scratches, like supposed to be like a fuzzy sweater, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, the fuzzy sweater. I mean, it's it, it's like more where he's where he's sitting like where he starts freaking out and he gives up his costume that one
1: yeah -hmm. yeah it's a it's a yellow overcoat over a he's in the blue well his shirt changes color sometimes it's blue sometimes it's white the shirt underneath yeah um but the the sweaters it's it's tv static throughout black and white Mm -hmm. get your get your shit together i
0: guess we we got different
1: But honestly, the two pages of him in that sweater, where he's listening to Jay Jonah, who's fucking got the like, like the cross-eyed, like, the way he's drawn, Hilarious he looks like crazy. such a goon. He's like a Neanderthal with his like, and his eyes are going in two different directions. He's yeah, it's like...
0: really funny because like it's a bizarre mix of like John Ramita's version of him, but John Ramita's trying to stick to like the ass stuff, and it doesn't work. <laughs> like, like you said, he looks so strange. You know, I don't care for it, but it's really funny. Like the shit he's saying, and Peter's like, maybe he's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then the next page is the best, where he's, like, got his hands through his hair. Peter was saying he's got his hands through there. He's, like, got, like, sweat on his brow. Right, and it's the right, big word. Right, menace. You right. know, maniac. It's public so enemy, funny. It's fraud, so funny. Mentally disturbed. I was waiting for it to say, like, like the R word or something in there. Like, got it. like they could going to have... They, it's going to be pretty... <laughs> like something terrible like they say like
0: you're right i just pulled it up on unlimited i was looking at a copy i had in front of me and like the copy i have his like sweater is like greenish huh look at all that the colors are all different in the unlimited oh man and like the overcoat in the in the physical copy in front of me is not yellow. It's not a yellow overcoat. It's, it's brown. <laughs> it's brown, and he has a blue shirt, and it's a green sweater with, like, the static on.
1: Well, the shirt changes back and forth. Like, you know, I'm on the sixth page here where he's walking into the apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a white collar. Then the next panel, it's blue, and then it's blue for the next few. Yeah, and then I've seen it. The next one, it it's white. Like, you know, so... I I'll, guess we can't trust the colors in this. No, gotta- not
0: at all. Like the one I'm looking at where it's like menace, egomaniac, public enemy, fraud is all red. And like that bright yellow background isn't there. Wow. This is interesting. I wonder when they change the colors for this. Oh, this is interesting to me. The sweater looks so much better as green with all the like stuff on it too. Yeah. And this way.
1: like, it looks like, it's like, dude, you need a lint roller. Like, right, right. You know? <laughs> In this it, <laughs> Or maybe it's time to retire that ratchety ass <laughs> sweater that right. you've washed six thousand times.
0: Right. Oh my god, the colors on this unlimited one are so bright and crazy. Like the ground is yellow, the backgrounds are yellow. This is weird. <laughs> what a thing we've discovered here, man. Wild. I'm looking at like the unlimited version colors all the people's like clothing, and the like physical copy doesn't. I'm gonna have to look into this at some point to see when they recolored this. Ugh, Marvel and their digital recoloring never works out quite like they want.
1: <laughs> but this page of him coming out onto the stoop in the rain and being so glum, his like uh, monologue here is the fun. He like turns into like Lawrence Olivier. Shakespeare. This is not how Peter talks at all, and he turns into this like, (laughs) Can I be sure my only motive was the conquest of crime, or was it the heady thrill of battle, the precious taste of triumph, the the panoric thirst for power, which can never be quenched. May heaven forgive me!
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're right, that really is not him, is it?
1: (laughs) It's so weird. The sake of my own sanity, there's only one thing left to do.
0: It's funny, that's Like, of- the
1: whole issue, I feel like, is, like, I want to draw a whole page of Peter putting the, the suit in the trash. How do we do that? Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Do do that it? really <laughs> is what what it is.
1: <laughs>
0: well, this, like, that's that even is this line, too. The iconic shot. That is the iconic shot, too. And this his real.
1: dialogue here, like, it's so... Or his monologue here of, like... It comes a time when a boy must put down childish things and become <laughs> a man.
0: <laughs> I've never like realized it because I'm so used to like stupid fucking dialogue for for Mopey Peter. But wow, you're really this is out. like another level. Like he's Hilarious. not a kid anymore. Yeah. Like
1: he is like not a like he's in. They've lost his voice in this because they were very much like Spider Man has gonna to be, quit. Be,
0: yeah, trying to be very <laughs> like like you said. Like had they, they done this over
1: right? like? If, you, if this whole concept was put over like three issues, I think it would have been a much more legitimate. And that's why I made that joke like I'm quitting because it's like, you know, he's not going to like, you know, this well, is right. Sticking. And,
0: and the thing is, is like this was like the first time they ever do that. So there is something to it where it's like, OK, yeah, like back then when everything was a single issue story, this is this is a bigger deal but i definitely see what you're saying
1: even if they made it a two-parter like give us one where it's like he's done and life is great right Like, like
0: this should this part where he goes out in the rain and throws away his costume is as much as i enjoy it like that should be the uh end of the issue you know
1: yeah, it would have been much more impactful if it's like you got to wait another month to be like, holy shit, like he's like, done. Spider- What's going to happen? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Instead, you then get a almost hilarious 80s <laughs> montage.
1: This little boy.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> this little boy. Oh, like it, it, this, this world traveled wise beyond his years. That <laughs> is the menace I character. Thought. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're talking about the kid who comes in to give. I'm the talking about the kid scoop. that comes in. Hot
1: scoop. <laughs> Hold it right there. You can't go in there. That's Mister. James's private Private office. <laughs> Maintain your cool, lady. When he sees what I've got, he's gonna give me a medal.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got to this point and i'm like oh boy i don't remember this fucking kid and i was just dying laughing
1: when that, he said maintain your cool lady i went, right, I lost right. it the way he this like talk yeah.
0: to betty Brandt is like what is this like a street urchin that's <laughs> super <laughs> yeah. super smart like tough kid it's it's funny it's so fucking dumb
1: hey before you blow a casket look what i found in the trash can i'm <laughs> <laughs> like
0: <laughs> and i love that like a kid finds it like why are you making it a kid instead instead of <laughs> and, okay right a yeah
1: a kid finds it is he gonna bring it to jj J. jameson right, yeah this this little boy don't know yeah, no, you is. know what he's gonna yeah you know what he's gonna fucking do he's gonna wear that damn costume around because spider-man <laughs> is his idol
0: right, right it's fucking funny he's he's got a real uh Cool hip dude talk throughout the whole thing, and I love that. That's like what brings it to Jay Jonah Jameson, but it's also hilarious how gleefully happy <laughs> Jolly Jay Jonah is. It
1: looks like he just got finished in that one shot where he's like, <laughs> "It looks like Extremely the real McCoy." satisfied.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unreal. No, it's super funny, and I and I think that that like that version of J. Jonah Jameson where he's like such a idiotic villain back in the day of like Spider-Man is a menace like it's really played to a comedic effect here which i enjoy. Uh but yeah, that's funny shit. Uh and then we get like the whole montage of like Johnny Carson and everything Yeah, the else. press tour. Yeah, the press tour of them being like scoop scoop extra extra like <laughs> Spider-Man's no longer a hero and it's a whole thing that's like national news which i i find really funny to me.
1: Yeah, the Carson thing was, was silly, but then the next one where it's, like, the Sunday morning, like, you know, hardline right, right. guys was, like, <laughs> that was funny. Like, that, like, took this to a little bit more of, like, a self-aware sense of humor because, like. Yeah, Stanley's like, got
0: a little bit of self-awareness. Yeah, that. the whole thing of,
1: like, you know, would you care to comment? And it's, like, no, because I don't understand the question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. There's definitely some humor in that panel for sure. Uh it did make me laugh. Um, and you get a bunch of stuff of like the underworld saying like, oh, Spider-Man doesn't exist anymore. Let's all go for it. And basically like the Kingpin saying, I'm going to be the kingpin, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, We get the return of uh, Patch the Stool Pigeon. Right. The old right. resident drunk.
0: Which was in the last one. Yep. yep. Uh, I didn't
1: realize he wears, like, a fucking mask. Like, a straight-up, yeah, like, I, rubber mask.
0: I didn't remember uh, Foswell doing all this stuff, or that he was Patch back then. I don't know. I'd have to read my old Silver Age Spider-Man, because Patch is not something where, like, if you did a... <laughs> If you did, like, a trivia night on Spider-Man and gave me that, I would really be showing my ass that, like, I don't know what the fuck this is, you know?
1: <laughs> Who's the man that takes off his mask and looks like John Waters?
0: <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me, you have the wrong comic, sir. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, it. there's a bunch of, like, dumb, weird parts of that. Um
1: yeah, the gangsters are funny because I feel like he draws them like the Rat Pack with Leonard Nimoy leading the show. Yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> in that one panel where it's like, Kingpin's the boss now.
0: Right. I agree with you there. It's pretty funny. I enjoy like all those parts because it's it's like, oh, yeah, if something like that did happen, something would go on with that. Um, one of the things I really love is, is Peter showing up and he's like... Uh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go to college like I should Jay Jonah. And it's hilarious because he sees the costume that Jay Jonah now has put under glass uh, in his office. And Peter thinks to himself, I'd better turn away. Can't let them see that I'm too interested in the costume. And it's like, motherfucker, you just walked into a newspaper man's office and he has Spider-Man's costume in a big glass case. You can fucking look at it.
1: He's inviting you to look at it.
0: Right, right. Like, that's what he wants you to do. I love that, like, Peter's like, oh, oh, they'll learn my secret identity if I look at this glass case. I was just dying laughing at that, like, whole thing that he says there. It's a. It's really funny just watching Peter throughout this whole thing try to, you know, live a normal life, and the voice for him is just so silly, I feel like.
1: It's definitely odd. It's... it. You know, it's like a mix of like a very old man um,
0: <laughs> and a young boy from there. Yeah, like it, it yeah ebbs that and All right. It's Stanley for sure. Um, but most of this is a whole thing of like Jay Jonah mad that he's not going to work for him anymore. And like the kingpin in an underworld is doing so well. Uh, it's more of the Gwen basically saying like hey fuck me and he's like oh my gosh the sexual
1: tension in this scene <laughs> like it's like hey can i give you a lift and she hops on the back of his bike or and the they second give some-
0: time yeah this issue like yeah
1: it's like she's riding that thing like they pretty i think that like they couldn't show them doing it and like this is the closest we'll get oh yeah they they did it
0: absolutely trying to show you that like she wants to fuck and Peter's I don't
1: think she wants I don't think Peter wants I think it happened I think this is the (laughs) I think this is not yet
0: it has not happened yet because Peter is so fucking stupid like there's a whole scene of her being like yes I would like to be with you Peter and he's like if only you meant it gorgeous she's like Peter I do (laughs) and he's like yeah she's like peter i do we just
1: we just fucked you just you're dropping me off from afterwards like you know like that's what that's what it is if
0: only we could have (laughs) it's it's really really funny and like i know that they do this throughout uh early spider-man but it was very funny reading this in isolation and being like oh my god peter like this is fucking stupid like he'd get it man he would get it by now um (laughs) But yeah, that happens and you know, you get even more of Mary Jane being like, you don't care about me. And you get two great scenes of him being like, I feel like a million bucks. I shouldn't have been Spidey as he's riding around in his motorcycle and he's thrilled to have plenty of time to study and then like his ideal life is sitting there reading a book. It's it'll be a pleasure to know what they're talking about in class. And yeah, it's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I get it if you want to read a book, like more power to you. That's my ideal life too, but not for class.
1: <laughs> hey man, what did I just describe? I said turn off the computer, get yourself a book. Right. Listen to the disco biscuits. It's right. Hey, Enjoy yourself. It's what's a, Peter doing right here?
0: He's doing exactly that. It's a he's hilarious got, couple panels.
1: I think he's got so some fun. physics textbook open. He's <laughs> rocking out to a little bit of maybe crystal ball, maybe some early <laughs> stuff like a little crickets. I don't know what you know. He's putting on his disco biscuits mixtape, right, but right. Um, you know he's going that. He's probably listening to like fucking poison ivy or some shit. This is the sixties, so. <laughs> Elvis <laughs> records like a douche. <laughs>
0: uh, really, really funny. Uh, but I love. Could we just comment
1: that? on how great, like the outfit that MJ's wearing here. This leopard print, the leopard like, print matching outfit? jacket. Yeah, and she fucking hat,
0: rules here. Loves I'm
1: it. I love it. And she's drawn so much better than Gwen is.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is very like because Ramita is the one that um, debuts. Mary Jane uh throughout uh, it goes run, it's like hinted that she's gonna show up, but her face is always obscured um but Ramita is the one that actually uh like creates her look, so
1: he's just more confident in her
0: right, so he's like, yeah, this is me. He eventually turns Gwen into like his version. But we're not there yet for Gwen at this point in time, which is very evident by you saying that.
1: Yeah, like her face and her eyes, it's just it feels like hollow, you know? Yeah, it's a little odd. MJ feels more like, like I feel her, like they're both like, you know, independent, spunky, you know, fiery kind of women that Peter's bouncing off of and they're very flirtatious relationships, but like. I get more of that with MJ than I do with Gwen, even though Gwen gets more screen time.
0: Right. And I feel like when you look at MJ, you're like, yeah, that's that's Mary Jane. When you look at Gwen, it's like, uh, who is that's a
1: blonde lady that, okay, you're saying that's Gwen. All right.
0: Right. Like, okay, I'll take your word for it.
1: (laughs) I do appreciate, though, that since issue 33, Peter has reclaimed his, uh, you know, he was a dick. Everybody hated him. He was just the two kid that was too cool right, for school. Right. So I do appreciate that his social life has bounced back. Well,
0: uh, it, that will occur again and again and again <laughs> <laughs> throughout this, even after this. So don't be too proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's a pretty great sequence of this whole thing of him like not being uh, Spider-Man until he sees a mugging taking place on top of a roof.
1: Yep. Cause that's where you mug some dude, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> the roof.
0: And it makes me so funny watching it and seeing like the one uh, panel of the guy being like, son, let me thank you, please. And he's like reaching out for him and he's like, no, I can't let him see my face. He reminds me of someone. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yep. I get it. wonder I who he's going to remind you <laughs> of. Right. Later. Right. And it's hilarious because they don't waste any time telling you that like a what the next page he's like uncle ben it's uncle ben it's like yeah i know it's uncle ben because you're
1: drawn exactly
0: the same (laughs) they're the same person it's the same same face. i even got to the point like not remembering that the reason he like gets back into it is because he remembers uncle ben and i saw him in the first
1: panel before i
0: like started reading it and i was like man this dude looks like uncle ben
1: It's like, shit, did they break Uncle Ben back? Right? I was like, why the fuck would
0: they make him look like Uncle Ben? And then, yeah, like a panel later, I see Peter going, he reminds me of someone. And I go, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it was funny. It was really funny to me. Uh, And that is what uh, spurs our hero back into action, Danny. Is That, you know, we fucked up with Uncle Ben once. We can't do that again. And, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's that, you know, we're back. <laughs> we're back in. We're back in the game, man.
1: I do love him, though. Like the realization, like the how we get the rehash of the origin. Like, again. Why? Yeah. Like the origin again. Um, And the panel of him screaming Uncle Ben Uh, <laughs> at like, like, like shaking the cop. Like that's that made me laugh. Yeah. I know it's not supposed to, but it did. Uncle no.
0: Ben. I agree with you. It is funny. The whole thing is funny, honestly. But yeah, it's um it's a pretty solid issue up until that point and then we, we
1: go off the rails. Uh
0: we give some more kingpin shit and Spidey's like, "Okay, I got to be Spidey again." And we get a very funny uh sequence of him going back into jolly Jonah's office and taking his costume back. And I do love the panel of J. Jonah going, "Oh no, no, no." <laughs> Which is very funny because he gets his dumb comeuppance, and then they're like, "Spidey's back," and that is the end of the issue, Danny.
1: <laughs> yeah, the to the J J J going like the no 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 just reminded me so much of uh, the Michael Scott reaction of like Toby coming back. That's like a very famous like him <laughs> right, going. No, right. no. 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 <laughs>
0: it is funny to think of. Like
1: it. I, lo- I hope we get at some point, you know, a um what's his name that plays him in the, you know, in all the movies recreating this. Oh, there because nice. be I mean great. I mean we had this. It's funny because th- was this Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 where they played this? I couldn't remember which one it was. Was w- it Spider-Man 2? What do you mean? The movie, the the Raimi movies, they do this like there's the scene he throws the, the he recreates the scene. At the oh, trash I think game. it's two. Two is, is two? when
0: he does the quitting, because three he's evil, and I think two is where he's like nothing is going good in my life. Yeah, and, and but you yeah, bought it, it more
1: there. This is just like to me. um Oh, Dave, I forgot. Before I forget, I, I'm I'm gonna do the podcast again. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back in.
0: You're not quitting. Thank God. <laughs> i'm glad you're back in i'm glad you're back in <laughs>
1: it's just it's just happened so fast and the motivation for it throughout yeah, this is yeah just so like for me it's it's like it,
0: it's a classic like iconic issue that i really really love but it is constrained by the time in which it was published compared to like greater adaptations of it like you said spider-man 2 and other times where like he's decided to quit and then he doesn't like there's definitely ways they've they've done this a little better and i think that obviously it's better when it's given more space to breathe and a different way of of you know not making that cliffhanger the middle of an issue
1: mm-hmm. What, you really were hanging over that hubba bubba bubblegum ad, you know, when you were reading this initially. <laughs> in between, you know, great. <laughs> right, right. Oh my god, Peter Peter Parker's quit. Oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's for me. It's it's a thing that I really really enjoy, and I really do love uh, this comic, and I think it's a lot of fun. Even like its corny bits is self aware, like we talked about. So like mm-hmm. you do have fun with it. It's just the problem is. It needs more room. It needs more space to effectively manipulate your emotions, you know? Right, right.
1: And they need to settle on the voice for Peter. Well,
0: okay. yeah, you really pointed that one out to me. And I'm dying now reading
1: the Shakespearean <laughs> drama of him in the <laughs> alley compared
0: to, you know... What he's
1: practically he should be whole like if he might as well have been holding the mask up in front of him and talking to the Spider-Man mask <laughs> as he said, this, you know, like he doing his best impression of Hamlet. Like, I'm honestly shocked we didn't get
0: that. Right. Like the skull in his hand. Like, yeah, yeah, right. That would be good. I would have really <laughs> yeah. understood where they were getting it from. I honestly think you're right that like, yeah, Stan Lee probably was influenced by some dumb Shakespeare play he read. Yeah, it's Hamlet. It's,
1: it's the like, do I go on anymore? Or do I not like, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's a classic like Spider-Man trope. So like, you got to give it to this one because this is where, you know, this is where it started. Um, so you can't really sit there and be like, Oh, like this sucks. And it's always been done. it's like, well, this is the first time. So I think in that retrospect, it does a good job, especially back when, when you were buying issues, it was, you know, you only get one story per issue. Um,
1: but there were no like solicitations. It's not like, you, knew. right.
0: There was none of that. Like you didn't know what was going on. So like, I do think that it's, it's, you know, based on the cover and following the story throughout, you'd be like, Oh shit. Well, maybe he, maybe he really is going to stop being. <laughs> but yes, by the end, uh, he immediately is back. But I agree with you that the, uh, the motivation for why he quits is very silly. Um, and it could use even them. the motivation for why he comes
1: back is yes silly.
0: even that is also silly <laughs>
1: he's having the time of his fucking life he's slinging dick getting good grades getting to get a lab job he's talking to his best bud he's hanging out with his gam gam like life's good books yeah right <laughs> and um some dude on a rooftop like <laughs> looks like uncle beth <laughs>
0: funny-ass shit, man. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it works, but I agree with you that it's a little silly.
1: So where do you score this? I gotta hear your fucking uh, I, your juice number.
0: It is a juice number. Uh, I give this a 40.
1: Jesus. Really? Yeah. A 40? It's one of the a-
0: best Spider-Man <laughs> the
1: The the other 50 I read before this would have been <laughs> like, I could see maybe, but...
0: I really, really, really like this one. I agree with everything you're saying, but I really enjoy it.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's your, this is your prerogative as wrong as it may be. Um, <laughs> I don't have this one super high. I mean, it's not the lowest of the low. We are not in the, the Bendis basement as okay. we'll call it okay. from now on. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> um, This, I have this one as a 27.
0: Okay. Okay. So a 40, 67, eh? Not a bad showing for our, you know, that's a solid score. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Oh, we get to correct the wrong of yours. Oh, no. <laughs> no, one you brought up. It's a good one. Oh, it okay.
0: Is. Okay. Let me scroll down to where, what are we tying with at 67. So
1: we got, we're at 98, 99 the current 67 rankings okay oh that's right are... zero
0: i i have to put it above both of these
1: so it ties with stars and stripe number zero which and was the
0: the james johnson jeff johns one but it was mainly yeah. i believe james robinson okay digging down on that one i think they co-wrote it but it was it was all about like jack knight basically <laughs> yeah right 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 right
1: and then it also ties with... Uh,
0: the Spectacular Spider-Man yeah. 160, Web of Spider-Man 61, Cosmic Spidey versus Tess 1 in the game, which we just complained about. I would put this above both. What do you think?
1: I'd, I agree with that.
0: I think it has a bit more oomph than both of those, to be
1: honest. I'm going to remember this more because I can't really remember the broad strokes of Stars and Stripes besides the Jack Knight stuff coming in. And Jack Maybe. Knight
0: with his look. Like yeah, his, the, his radical he has look and is radical. right, his crazy I,
1: hair yeah. is like not like that like nineties M T V Beavis and Butthead aesthetic he's got going on. Right,
0: right.
1: Um that's all I remember of that. And even the Spider-Man one, it's, it, it's fuzzy on my sense of the. it's really just the bird. Right. Floating it,
0: up. Which we don't even know if that is truly we can't even confirm. Yeah, we cannot confirm or deny <laughs> from our memory if that is correct. Uh, but yeah, I think this one, you know, as much as we critique it, it's still a story that will stay with you in a way, um, even if you don't like it. So, yeah. All right. I think this is a good showing for it. 67 here. That's solid.
1: Yeah. What? 98 on the list
0: yeah that's good shit
1: (laughs) may heaven forgive me the more i think of it (laughs) the more i feel that jameson was right in which my case for the sake of my own sanity there's only one thing left to do oh my god slide it in at 98 baby
0: right like shut up peter you're being so dramatic
1: menace egomaniac public enemy fraud mentally handicapped and
0: the mental thing they do it's yeah. ridiculous Ah, oh, so funny there's so many unintentionally like hilarious parts of this issue
1: honestly i was waiting for you to, when you were gonna like you were commenting on the coloring for them to have used like terms that we cannot say in present society no you know, i think that past. they
0: i think that they can it's interesting to me that like they're even using those terms in the 60s like I was blown away that they would be talking about like mental like someone saying that he has mental problems in the yeah in the sixties, and it's like,
1: yeah, and it's not like a crude like he's a like you know mongoloid or something right, ridiculous right. terrible it's, like like it's, that. Like
0: it's just it's, mental problems, and it's yeah. like, oh wow, like I'm really confused that they would do that, but it's uh you know it's still as dramatic as possible. <laughs> So yeah, there we go. That is our fiftieth episode spectacular. Uh, I think we had a really fun time reminiscing, and I hope uh everybody else did here too, you know? Good shit.
1: I did. It was it was a fun walk down memory lane. So are we going to for year two, season two, because that's you know, we do seasons now in <laughs> the world of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, are we gonna star like are we gonna denote season two? Uh, entries, or are we going to just still keep a mas- the same master list, like, keep it as is, unencumbered of when we add it to it?
0: I think uh, we'll just keep the, the same list going for as long as we can.
1: All right, I, I agree. I just didn't know if we wanted to for, you know, I'm a data man, I want to do a Tableau dashboard of it all, so I would think another <laughs> data point in there, daddy. I, uh, I'll just enjoy
0: seeing how big we can get this list before it becomes uh, like we have to tie eighty things. <laughs> at hey, point, the fact that yeah. I seeing? mean we
1: got through a hundred and forty some books, one hundred and forty one books in one year. I think that that's a pretty that's more comics than I've read in a year ever in my life. Yeah so.
0: we did pretty we did pretty solid work there. Then that, that is true. And I, I hope you all enjoyed bat. listening to it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I forget they're here the listener. That's right. That's well, right. Can't... It's just
0: us hanging. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So intimate, you really get to appear in <laughs> behind the curtain.
0: That's right, that's right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is our 50th episode. Spectacular! Hope everybody enjoyed it.